This podcast covers all things health, your body, your brain, and your well-being. Each week, we'll be joined by doctors, as well as the occasional guest, to talk about the health topics that mean the most to you. Anemic attacks and thyroid problems and heart problems and stuff by the time they get here, they're frequently not really evaluated right. for POTS. Very true. And probably a large percentage of, I don't know if we want to say large, but a significant percentage of the chronic fatigue patient population 10 years ago, extending backwards, probably had POTS. And so POTS mm. is a major cause of fatigue. Mm -hmm. uh, the research that came out of Mayo Clinic is that it's an autoimmune problem where the immune system makes immune cells, like immune missiles, to the adrenaline receptor. So it blocks the adrenaline receptor, so then an individual stands up. Uh, the body's natural mechanism for raising blood pressure is blunted. So as a result, then the body secretes a lot of adrenaline to try and get the blood pressure up. And so that's why some of you will have normal blood pressure when you're standing, but then you have the elevated heart rate because all that adrenaline fires off a certain part of your heart that controls heart rate, and that results in the POTS. Now that's a big percentage of POTS. And then autonomic neuropathy, small fiber neuropathy, sympathetic neuropathy, is also discussed within the POTS literature. Some estimates say like in the 40, is it 43%? Some people say 50% of POTS patients have small fiber peripheral neuropathy, which overlaps a lot with what we do because we see a lot of small fiber peripheral neuropathy patients in our practice. Small fiber neuropathy overlaps with fibromyalgia. We're even seeing it in other chronic pain syndromes. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, it's all these factors coalescing as to why people are being diagnosed with it more and more and more often. And certain uh, mainstream, you know, uh, kind of the gold standard medical facilities, they're really dedicating a lot of research and time and shunting a lot of people into the POTS workup, which is also, I think, why a lot of people are being diagnosed with it. Now, the standard way you diagnose it is the tilt table. That's kind of the gold standard, but you can also do it based on physical examination, making sure there's nothing wrong with the heart, like Dr. Rutherford was alluding to. And then also checking pulse when a person first wakes up with their head neutral, supine as we term it, and then after 10 minutes, take the pulse again after an individual is up and moving around or sitting up. And if there's a 30-point elevation, and it's best to do it in the morning, that is indicative of POTS. You were going to say something it looked like. I was, but you already answered the question. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and so that largely is POTS. Uh, there is some thought that the small fiber neuropathy may be affecting blood flow to other parts of the body as well, which is why a lot of POTS patients may be getting things like brain fog. It's also thought that by you increasing your salt and your water consumption, which is the standard recommendation. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.